Hello, welcome back to the podcast, The Botanical Creative. Hello, Bonnie. Hi, how are you? I'm good. And it's good to be back joining you once again <laughs> after a long, long time. Yes, it's been a few weeks and Ali Jane, you have got yourself a brand new little toy. I have. Can you tell? Probably not. Because <laughs> the audio is so good. It's a new microphone, if you were wondering. Yeah, so, well, fingers crossed the audio is going to be as fluid as what we're hoping. But Ali Jane yep. isn't actually in the same room, but she has invested in a microphone so that we can hopefully still be very consistent with these podcasts, even if we're not yes. together. So. Exactly. Lockdown's just been going on for way too long and you are still in lockdown, I believe. Yes, because I'm pretty much on the border of regional. It's literally, I can taste it and see it, but I'm classified as metro, which is silly because I don't even have a mailbox, right? I've got to go into the old country town post office um, to get my mail. So, Mm. and yeah, 5Ks, 10Ks is someone's paddock. Um, So... It's weird that we're classified as Metro, but anyway, it is what it is. So, yes, I'm still in lockdown, but Ellie Jane is free as a bird because she's in regional. I am. I am free. (laughs) Indeed. So, what were you doing through your uh, lockdown or in the last few Lockdown, not lockdown, lockdown. Mm -hmm. Um, I have been trying to stay creative because lockdown is not exactly the best set up for creativity I kind of yeah you'd probably understand yeah I found trying to um, motivate yourself and everything yeah yeah. I found last year it was easier to be creative because it was sort of you didn't know what to expect with the lockdown and here in Victoria we were in lockdown for a good six to eight months Um, regional obviously was out of lockdown much sooner than what we were but Mm. it was you're sort of forced to be creative um or just be really productive with your time um yeah you feel like you should be but you're just mm, like i'm not sure what to do this time around it's a little bit more yeah you feel a bit more sluggish you feel like okay we know what to do to get out of lockdown you just want it to be done but um sadly it doesn't always happen because not everyone pays like obeys the rules um so yeah so this lockdown's a little bit more of a struggle um, yeah, you can see it. the other side of the tunnel. You know what it's what it's going to be like, but we're not there yet. Yeah, well, you are, but I'm not. <laughs> yes, kind yeah. of. So, yeah, so it's just trying to figure out ways to be creative and in your own space because you can't even go off and get things if you want to do projects or anything like that. So Exactly. So that's why online shopping is your friend. Yes, which I've been guilty of doing again this lockdown, but... Yeah, who isn't? <laughs> what have you been uh, shopping for? Um, so you know that I had a Dahlia obsession last year and we talked actually in a podcast all about Dahlia. So, hey, if you're listening and you don't know how to grow them, there's a podcast all about it. Um, it involves stabbing eyes, by the way. Yeah, stabbing eyes. you got to find Definitely the eyes. Definitely worth listening. Not stab the eyes, actually, but find the eyes because you need the eyes. Yeah. Okay, we so, keep the eyes. Yeah. Just- <laughs> Stab me the eyes. But anyway, so um, in my garden last year, I grew dahlias for the first time um, in a very long time. I don't think I've actually grown them um, by myself unless it was back when I was a kid with mum. But anyway, so I grew about 40, I think it was 40 dahlias that I grew. 
and wow. some I did lose, and that's just trial and error. But um, at the end of the season, I dug up the clumps, and these clumps are massive. So out of, you know, say if I had successfully grown 30 of them, um, those 30 clumps are going to result in maybe five or six new plants each. So I'm going to end up with heaps. But, yeah, that is you a know, I was subject to the great marketing of these growers where they sent out emails and campaigns of, you know, here's our latest dahlias. Do you want some? And it worked. Yes. And I was like, yes, that looks pretty. I need that. So I brought like another 20, which I have no idea where I'm going to put them. Um, And I was actually speaking with Ella Jane off the podcast about maybe doing them up at the farm, which I reckon would be better than my place because I'm out of room. I actually don't actually have any room for them here. Is that um, because you got too many dahlias in your garden? No, because I dug them all up. It's because I put too many other things in. <laughs> so oh, I see. I've got too many plants and I've got more plants that need to go in the ground, which are all perennial, so long-term plants. So they need to stay permanently in the ground. So I need to dedicate any leftover room to those plants and not yeah. something I'm going to be digging up. So the beauty you of need a dahlia farm. farm. That's what you need. Well, we could definitely have a dahlia farm, but the, that's the cool thing about the farm is we could just dedicate a few little areas to growing them and then that way you a can a few use them. little big <laughs> paddocks like an acre <laughs> like the whole thing the whole 35 acres maybe you know <laughs> that's a lot of dahlias there's a lot of dahlias but you know it'd be cool for you as well with your watercoloring or art study of color theory and things like that um Definitely. to see these flowers um and use them so yeah because they've got some pretty amazing colors yeah, well, so I'm thinking... Have there been any particular colour theme you've been going with? Um, with the dahlias, I'm pretty much buying every colour and anything that I am drawn to. So a lot of it is beautiful reds and the bold yellows and things like that in the dahlias. Um, and also the, the formation of the flower because um, I'm thinking of trying to crossbreed a few varieties. So Ooh. doing some cross-pollination and saving the seed and seeing what comes up. Um, yeah. So I'm really fascinated by that at the moment. So I want to try and do that how does how does that work well i guess we could leave it for another episode but um yeah let's save it for another episode let's save it for another episode and annoy people that they have to wait until that happens (laughs) stay tuned um, because it's it's quite an interesting program process so um but yeah it it, pretty much you got to take you know a male flower and a female well both flowers from two different plants and do some magic and then you would kind of like have a a mix of different colours and, and formations of those two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. That's exciting. Cross, cross-breeding is, you know, a wonderful thing <laughs> in plants. Indeed. You can, in the world of what you, can, what you can get. So, but we'll save it for a more in-depth combo on that later on. But, yeah, so that's what I've been doing with the dahlias. Um, they've brought more seed as well because, um, you know, I, I really needed more seeds but <laughs> you really, really did. So I, I just got a few more um, zinnias and cosmos and things like that just to add to my collection um, nice. that I will grow this year um, for the purpose of trying to see what I can get flowering in a certain period of time because if I'm going to do my own decorating for my own wedding next year, I'm thinking of growing my own flowers and then just sort of seeing what I can achieve by certain dates. Yeah. Um, and then just see what works really well and what holds well, and then. So, have you set a timeline for it all yet, or not yet? Um, it'll be October. Um, yeah. 
so that's sort of my goal so I need to get sewing actually very well pretty much now to see if I can get anything going really well by by that time frame so it's yeah. not a long way away you know it's two months essentially two and a half months away um is the time I'll be growing for so I'll see what I can do yeah mm. oh, that's exciting growing your own flowers for your wedding yeah just a just to clarify it's not this year it's next year in case yeah. anyone's getting confused yeah. um but yeah so but you need to grow soon so yeah I'm gonna grow, grow as much as I can um but yeah so that's sort of what I was doing with shopping in a lockdown <laughs> Which nice. Is, which I think everyone, everyone I've seen on Instagram and who I follow, um, and friends who are fr- uh, plant people, they're all doing the same thing. So we're all under the same. I think everyone right? in lockdown is shopping online because what else can you do? And to be honest, it's much safer than going out and even Definitely. out of lockdown. Right? I haven't been in a in a store in a really really long time because I just don't want to take the risk. Um, so I do a lot more online shopping anyway these days. Yeah, well, you can see a lot more flowers as well. Yeah, definitely. With all these advertising things Mm. that seem to catch you. Yeah, and there's a lot of really good online nurseries as well these days. And even um, some more old school nurseries, they're doing really well with online too. So there's plenty of options. Nice. Hmm. What about you? What have you been up to? Um, Just staying creative. Um, And I've just been recently rearranging my paint palette. (laughs) Yeah. is kind of cool exciting yeah so i'll give this example it's like me so ellie jane sent me a photo in messenger of her paint palette and just some paints laying next to the palette and i was like oh okay the equivalent of that of me doing that to ellie jane would be sending her a photo of soil because i'd get super excited about soil and you really wouldn't care right (laughs) (laughs) yes i'll just be like that's great nice yeah. soil there it's the exact same thing i did to her with her paint palette so <laughs> but except mine's colorful and it doesn't yeah. have worms either so no it doesn't that's have a worms. bonus but no but the but there is a little bit of a science behind it which you sort of were explaining to me anyway um but i reckon it'd be really interesting for the listeners if you want to explain that sort of science behind what you've done yeah so my original palette was very messy <laughs> i'd kind of just you know plonked paint wherever kind of thing because i like that color but then I thought, I need a bit of order in my life, um, particularly paint-related. Um, <laughs> and so I was looking up ways to order my palette. I mean, you can do it, you know, personal preference. But one of the ideas was in the order of the rainbow. So, mm. like, you know, red, orange, yellow, green, blue, etc. Mm. Um, and the basis behind that was if you do it based on that, um, the colours... The closer the colours that you mix on the palette, uh, the nicer the mix comes out. But the further apart they are that you mix, then essentially the muddier they come out. So it just creates a bit of order. You know where your colours are that mix well. They're not mm-hmm. they're kind of next to each other, or not too far apart, um, and you know where where everything is, kind of thing. So all your blues are together, all your yellows are together, and that kind of thing. It's a really clever technique, really, because if you're starting out with painting and you're not good with mixing, like I probably wouldn't be the best at mixing colours, it really simplifies it and makes it a lot easier as well. And then you can understand that and then you can sort of understand what tones are going to go to with each other. Mm. And if you 
Yeah, and you can order it based on the rainbow um, and cool colours to warm colours within like yellows, mm. blues, greens, that kind of thing as well to help you. Mm. And I kind of it kind of encourages you, you to use pure colours as well rather than mix everything. Mm. So you, know, you use straight orange rather than mixing, you know, yellow and red to get that kind of thing. Yeah. So it makes it's, makes your paintings a bit more vibrant and effective. Mm. And you probably get a better representation of colour in those paintings too in terms of yeah. the way you're mixing it and how you're blending it. Um, yeah. It's, you know, it's working good so far. Mm. And my palette is looking full and healthy. <laughs> a healthy palette. Never thought I would hear yep. the day. <laughs> <laughs> But no, it just shows, you know, something that I would look at as not being, like I'm, I've done art and I've done painting, but I'm not as passionate about it as what you are. But as someone looking at it, there is obviously a lot more thought behind that photo that you sent me. So it's interesting to understand that and what your thought process was with it. Yeah. So um, definitely give it a go if you Mm. have a bunch of paints because it does, does work. Hashtag healthy palette. Send it to her. Yes. She'll exactly. look. And then she'll copy it. I will. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know if you have any questions. Hmm. And have you been working on any sort of art lately? Um, Some snow gums, as usual. Mm. You know, the usual deal. The trying squiggly to, gums. Trying to perfect them, aren't you? Yeah, always. You know, mm. experimenting with different colours and that kind of thing. Mm. Especially this time of year because the snow gums are out in their full colours mm. with the cold. Well, you posted a really pretty photo on your Instagram. Uh, anyone wanting to know at Ellie, the artist, is that right? L underscore the underscore artist. So it's E double L. And it's a really beautiful gum. It's quite twisted in its growth, and then it's like a green and yellow. Yeah, yeah, it's so really really nice photo. One I did. So definitely check it out because it's a, it's against the snow too. So it's super vibrant. Is it yeah. right? Is it, yeah, it's with the snow. But yeah, yeah. So that's a really cool photo. So anyone wants to check that out, that's what you're currently trying to perfect in your, your paintings, aren't you? Yeah, and just, um, yeah, trying to work on that and, you know, working with the, the white of the snow and, and the colours of the snow gums is always, you know, lots of fun to experiment with that. Mm. It's a beautiful model. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> and then just being that, you know... Looking at old travel photos, as you do when you're in lockdown, you can't go anywhere. Um, True. You, and you, using you those as tra- references. Yeah, well, you want to travel, but you don't as well. Because, you know, in Australia, there's some pretty crazy outbreaks happening and it doesn't sound like they're going to control it for much longer, which is sad. Um, so that leaves a bit of uncertainty what's going to happen. But um, like, just, it'd be amazing to go back to Tassie again because they've They've just got the system really to a T down there. And then I think WA would be another great place to go, especially for you yeah. with wildflowers and that coming up to that season in the next few months. So that'd yeah, be definitely. place to go to. But yeah, yeah, so when you can't travel, paint a picture of the places you've been. Yeah, that kind you of, you know, wish you were at. You could paint yourself on, in yeah. that painting. And then you're <laughs> sort of there. <laughs> Imagine yeah. yourself there. Yep. Hmm. Well, um, last episode I was by myself, Ellie, and I don't know if you listened to it. Did you listen Very to it? Very sad. Not yet, I have. Oh, how dare no. you? <laughs> but Where's no, I, um, I, we was, last week we were sort of supposed to talk about some updates, and I was like, oh, yeah. no, I'll save it for when I'm with Ellie Jane. So Ellie Jane obviously knows the news um, that I've changed jobs 
I've changed where I <gasps> what? am. I know. I what worked, have you done? I worked at um, Garden World for 12 years, and it was wow. well, 12 and a half years. 12 and a half? 12. 12. Let's just say 12. A long time. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, no, I had an opportunity come up that um, sort of surprised me because I didn't expect to be approached for a job or anything like that. And, um, yeah, and, and I thought, oh, this sounds really cool. So it's a for a marketing well, and licensing company and they go around the world, find breeders around the world and find plants that have never been seen before or heard of before and um, they take those plants and they manage those plants and then they find growers for those plants to be grown by Um, and they can go into a trial process for up to two years or up to 10 years depending on the plant so the trial is like seeing how hardy they are kind of thing or they've got a flower if the flowers stay if the flower color lasts if it bruises if it drops um, wow. If it can tolerate Australian summers or if not, if it grows a nice form or if the form's a bit dodgy but we like the flower, so let's take the genetics of the flower and breed that into something that's good. Ah, so form. you can change so, it. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot you can do behind it. It's a really technical um, aspect of the industry that not a lot of people know about and that's going to be part of my job to bring that forward and sort of educate um, a lot of people on. Um, yeah. But yeah, so it's sort of like a. I've got a bit of a photography role, marketing role, and then yeah, meeting people internationally and in Australia too. So it's going to be um, challenging, but I look forward to it. But so yeah, I don't know. I've had a career change. Um, yeah, that is a big change. Yeah, it's, but exciting. Um, you can go into the wilds and find all these amazing flowers. <laughs> find all these unusual things. No, like George of the Jungle, but flower version. A flower. What would be the? What would be Bonnie the of the Jungle? That? Bonnie of the Jungle. Watch out for that flower. It <laughs> doesn't quite work. <laughs> no, it doesn't. But no, but, so, um, yeah. yeah, so I've had a bit of a career change and, um, yeah, it's it's going to be good. But it's a bit challenging at the moment because I'm doing it through a lockdown, which isn't great. But Yeah, um, that is very challenging. But no, I'm already learning a lot. Um, already overwhelmed, but that's totally fine. That's part of any job. <laughs> it's all good. Um, <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, no, I'm... And I look forward to sort of sharing a bit more with um, everyone about that as the weeks progress. But as they're secret plants, I can't tell you anything. <laughs> <gasps> they're all secret. Yes, but there's some really oh. amazing things that we'll just have yeah, to that aren't yeah, even in Australia yet. Look forward but, to them. You know, wow, they're gonna yeah be amazing. So it's really cool. Awesome. So, yeah. So that's my news. That's that's my sort of shaking the ball news. But anyway. Yeah, that is very exciting. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, but um, but yeah, so that's where we are at. So it was a bit of a catch-up episode, wasn't it? It was, and thank you for joining us. It's been good to be back on the podcast, finally. Mm, it's good to have Ellie Jane back. It's good to have someone to bounce off. Oh, And then you. if I have a brain-dead moment, you usually talk when I need you to. So that's <laughs> <laughs> <Says> good. <laughs> yep, tag team. It works. Tag team. Sounds good. Yeah. Well, well, let us know if you have any questions from mm. this week's episode or any previous ones. Mm. And we will catch you next week because Ella Jane will definitely we'll be, be back. <laughs> yes, I will be. My new little mic. Very yep. exciting. No. All right, we'll see you then. All righty, catch you later. Bye.